Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Friday, July the 8th, 2022. How is everyone doing this evening? I hope everybody had a great 4th of July weekend How and week. How are you, Marianne? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to What the Frick Live, 9 p.m. every Friday here on RU Media Network. Laura Pills already signed on. Love you, Laura. Hope you had a good 4th of July. Did you do anything fun? Um, I just hung out or? at home. Uh, we were kind of, we kind of had a, a chill 4th of July. We did take Mark's daughter to see some fireworks, but that's about it. And we ate, we ate a lot. So. No. Vegetables from our garden this time. Corn, tomatoes, <laughs> fried squash. 
I should have came down and visit you <laughs> for Fourth of July. I kind of stayed in Come a little on. bit, and then I went to to I, I did spend time with family, so it was a good Fourth of July for the first time since COVID and all that. So, um, which they did they did fireworks last year here in my town, but I had my son last year, and I went all out. I I think I spent almost four hundred dollars in fireworks. Wow! And I have never let off fireworks before, so. I was acting all cool, <laughs> like I was the cool mom. And yeah. then the grand finale I had, which it was like, the, it was kind of big. It was like this, and it had like 40 little things. So I thought it was like fountain, fountain, like little, didn't go very far. So I lit that sucker last year and each one went up in the air, like boom, boom, boom for the finale. Jet thought it was the coolest thing ever. So, um, I didn't buy fireworks or anything this year, so I saved money. I didn't burn my money up. That's what my dad tells me. <laughs> That's good. Have you ever had any firework accidents or anything growing up? No, thank goodness. And I do not trust myself to play with them or light them. I would not go near them because I am the queen of clumsy and I would probably do something stupid. Just saying. Uh. Laura Phil says my family had a banging fourth. So I don't literally, know. Literally, Laura? Is something. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <bang. laughs> there was one where I'm going to introduce our guest tonight because he's awesome. He's one of my friends. But there was one accident that I witnessed with Fourth of July. And it was with my family when I was young. And it was at my grandmother's house. And my, it's on my dad's side. They had 11 brothers and sisters. Or my dad has 11 brothers and sisters. So couple of his brothers were down like the yard was kind of slanted that went down and they were lighting off these big fireworks at the end well my uncle jerry was up on on the deck like it's really super far away well they let off a firework and that shot up towards the house and it hit my uncle jerry in the throat and it went down his shirt and out his shirt and like, he had to be i've never seen anything like that before and I think I was six or seven. I was really super young. Oh my and it made me scared of fireworks for a long time. But um wow. that was that was just a once in a lifetime thing, I think. But he had some burns, you know, down his chest and everything. So I hope everyone had a safe fourth of July. Hope nobody got injured. I posted some funny stuff I saw on TikTok that happened and, and everything, but um it's it feels good to finally celebrate it again i think i think most everyone did this year so but um i have a really super special guest on tonight he's one of my dear friends love him very much he's super talented in many ways we're going to learn about a lot of murder and mystery this evening he has founded this company murder and merriment he has over 40 years I don't want to say, I say thir over 30 years. That makes me sound a lot younger. He he, he hasn't aged anyway. I, I have a video. He doesn't know about this. I'm going to play tonight. It's at least, I think, 10 or 12 years old. I did not tell him this, but we have Mr. George R. Snyder III, Murder and Merriment, coming on. I'm bringing him on right now. He should have a countdown. And he is absolutely, you are absolutely amazing, a George. video. Oh, my gosh. I do. I I'm do. so excited. I've been like counting down the hours, the days, the weeks to have the privilege to be Whatever. on a podcast. This is like super exciting. I'm like a podcast virgin. So I'm just like super excited. 
<laughs> we, we popped you have taken my virginity, Emily. And there you had <laughs> We pop in your cherry, George. <laughs> I have Jack and Cherry Coke. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, thank you for being a guest on tonight. Uh, and, you know, you are super talented. We're going to get into some of this stuff because you do murder mysteries and you're one that you say to the second, I'm going to say the biggest because you're the only murder mystery company that I've ever heard of on this side of the Mississippi. There and you go. Perfect. You, you actually write out everything. You don't yes. get it from some site or somebody else. And, and then you get all the actors you put it. There's a lot of work behind it. We're going to talk a little bit more about that, but you are absolutely amazing and talented. And, oh, and you. you also sing and, I got a video on that. Um, <laughs> and you haven't aged a bit. I have a video I want to show in a little bit. I, I introduced you and then I usually let Marianne start off with some questions. She has anything to ask you or anything like that. But um, I, I'm sitting here. I have a whole lot of this is staging, 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 staging. So I don't know if we'll get to everything. But you also do haunted locations, which... Not like a haunted event. You just do the murder mysteries there. We had a mystery that ended up becoming a haunted event. Okay. We're going to talk about that. It was and super if cool. You, if you are an owner of a haunted location, I'm coughing right now, Adam Kimmel or Trans Allegheny, y'all need to watch this. You need to call George. But Marianne, mm -hmm. you have anything that you want to ask George to start offer this evening or... Wow, I share this out. I'm gonna share this out for a minute. I, okay. I mean, I have plenty of questions. I just don't know where to begin. Okay. Um, you know, wherever you want to. Learning about what you what more about what you do for sure. Okay. So <clears throat> 12 years ago, well, uh, September of 2010, I was approached by a group of shop owners down at Heritage Station in Huntington, West Virginia. And they said, Pullman Square is coming into Huntington. We're afraid they're going to steal all our business. We're all, nobody's gonna, people are going to forget about us. Now, Heritage Station used to be the old B&O train station in Huntington. And close to the spot where the, where the um, 1875 bank robbery of that Frank James of the Jesse James gang came in. He and the three other, three other guys robbed the Huntington Bank um, many, many years ago. But so they said, George, please do some entertainment for for guests they can come here and we can let people know that we've got stuff going on here so i was thinking okay what do i do what do i do what do i do and i was thinking you gotta you gotta do something different just like you and you and emily are doing you're doing something different not everybody has a paranormal broadcast or podcast and to to be a success in business you have to do be different than everybody else you can't just do what a thousand other people are doing or 10,000 other people are doing. Um, because if you're unique, if you're different, you're offering a, a unique product, people are going to come, people are going to spend money, people are going to buy, and they're going to be entertained or receive the benefits of what you do. And so I was thinking, what could it do? So I remembered years before then, there used to be a boxed game called How to Host a Murder. And you could buy it at the bookstore back when bookstores, you know, Borders bookstores and all that stuff used to be big. And so I bought one of those games and it was one of those things where you had four girls, four guys, and you could assign parts to your friends, send them out in the mail. 
and they would arrive at your house dressed in costume and be staying character for two hours and you could serve drinks, dinner, appetizer, whatever you wanted to do. And it would be played out in four or five rounds. And one of the people would find out midway that they were the murderer. And then the guests, other everybody else had to solve, solve it. And so it was very, very popular. What was it? What was it called again? How to host a murder. How to host a murder. You could actually go probably on like eBay and find these old games that they used to have. <clears throat> but okay. um, so my friends were like, Oh my God, this was like a blast. This was like so much fun. And so several months later, I did another one and then I did another one. And my friend's like, okay, we're going to host the next one. And so they hosted one. And so for like three, four years, we did like 10 murder mysteries and they were so much fun. And we per performed all over the place, but it was just for ourselves. Is this it? There it is right there. Yes. How <laughs> to host a murder. And so I thought, you know, I could do this. And being a playwright, being a screenwriter myself, I knew what the formula was. And I thought, I could do this. Uh, I, could, I could, you know, put together my own murder mystery. And so I pitched the idea to Heritage Station. They were like, yeah, let's do it. And so I wrote the first murder mystery, which was Murder at the Opera. And um, they sold out like in a, a few days. And so they asked for another weekend. And they sold that out. And so... Um, they were so happy with it that they booked us for another quarter's worth of shows and then another two quarters worth of shows. And so like two or three years, we did murder mysteries there initially in our very first year, we did four shows. And at that time I had no clue whatsoever where we would go as a company, how big we would get. Um, I, I just had no concept. And so the first year, four shows, the second year we ended up doing eight shows. We got a couple private parties. The third year, we got a restaurant up in Taze Valley, West Virginia, that booked us every month for a show. We started branching out and doing state parks and other venues, and then it just exploded. Um, so by the sixth, seventh, seventh year, sixth year, I knew I was going to expand, and so I wanted to open up into another market, and I was either going to go east into Roanoke, Charlottesville area, or I was going to go oh, west. That's a oh, yeah. But, or I was every, go, but I'm sure each location you're going to mention, I'm like, oh, that's going to be good. <laughs> so I picked Lexington, Kentucky, because we okay. had not gone, we really that. hadn't gone past Carter Caves. And so I chose Lexington because there's a 275,000 people in the market area. And um, uh, so additioned some folks, interviewed some folks, and we got our first show December 31st at the Kentucky Castle um, in 2017. Right and they um, we had a blast doing the show there. Um, and business started taking off. And so then and a couple of years later, I opened the Cincinnati, Ohio company. And they started off doing well. And then COVID came and shut just about everything down. But um, we ended up... If, if if no one knows, we do have a castle. I don't know if it's haunted or not. George might be able to tell us a little bit about, about it. Not but really. I will tell you. That <clears throat> there it is. Really, That's really. beautiful. It is yeah. truly beautiful. We perform there every week at the Kentucky Castle. So That's we have so grown in 12 years. Laura's, Laura's 10 minutes from there. Laura, you need to get a ticket yes. to murder yeah. and marry me. Yes. No. Yes, Absolutely. Absolutely. It's it's so much fun and it's a gorgeous venue. 
So we now have four companies. We've grown so much. We're the second largest murder mystery theater company east of the Mississippi River. I don't believe it. I think you're the first. But, <laughs> I'm not going but to there was a company that started 10 one. years before us, and uh, they're out of Michigan. And so they have more states and locations than we do. But we have 58 different murder mysteries that I've written and, and put together. And they're not Look copied. They, you know, I don't steal ideas from other people. But uh, we've got about 200 actors um, in our company, and we can do just about any show that our clients want us to do. So they're, they're so much fun. They're, they're as interactive as the guests want to be, and they're all different kinds of themes for the shows. There's, you know, if you look at the name of our company, Murder and Merriment, you know, we obviously people are trying to solve a murder, murder mystery, but we have fun in the midst of doing it. And so you, there is some comedy in a lot of our shows. Uh, we have a few musical murder mysteries. We have some paranormal murder mysteries. So we can I do. That. I was going to do one. And and it's what's really cool is that the Greenbrier Resort in White Sulphur Springs, West Virginia, called me a couple weeks ago, <clears throat> and they said we have a client coming in, and, and they want to do a private party, and they want to do a show that features the congressional bunker below the Greenbrier and Congress and make it a murder mystery. So I'm thinking, Oh, that'll be fun. Uh, okay. I don't have anything that matches that. So I guess I'm going to have to write something. So I was busy writing something and creating something. And so I came up with it the, with a theme show. We presented it and they loved it. They went nuts over it. It's called project murder. And it's, it has historical context. It takes place in 1962 when the bunker was completed at the Greenbrier. For those of you who don't know about the bunker, it was Eisenhower, President Eisenhower in 58 was concerned about the Russians, you know, nuking, you know, Washington, D.C. Right. and killing off all the congressmen and senators and White House or House of Representative members. He said, where we got? We got to hide these people. We got to put them someplace where they're safe. If, you know, if, a, if missiles are flying over the Atlantic Ocean, we got to put them someplace safe. So they wanted to find a secret place, and they got the Greenbrier. They built a um, bunker underneath the what this new West Wing, and they hid it from the public. They hid it from the employee. You know, the, the the Congress didn't know about it. So it's about you know it takes place in '62 at the completion, and these congressional members, three con three senators, three House of Representatives, three Democrats, three Republicans, and they are all there in the briefing room in, in the bunker. And they get locked in and they find they can't escape and they're handed letters that are, tell them how terrible of a person, you know, people they are. They all have scandals past and they're told that one of them has to kill one of the others within the hour. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Or deadly hydrogen cyanide gas will come out of the vents and kill them all. So now... So who so who killed yeah, who? Uh, this is what I want to know. This is a hold on. This is, hold on. Is this your murder? This mystery? is a murder mystery. Real? So it's something I created. Oh, okay. So it's not okay. I was sitting here thinking. So then there's, this is Hunter and then Games. there's a Secret Service agent <laughs> who's kind of like the detective character who has to kind of help solve who did it because somebody oh, does I'd get be killed. So into this. I'd be and so into this. Greenbrier was like, "Oh my God, we love this!" And so now they're oh. going to add this murder mystery onto these tours, the bunker tours that they do for the public as an extended option every now and then if people want to buy that or go to that. So it's like, we're super psyched about that. That's so cool. Oh, it is cool. This, and, you know, if you're not familiar, because it's in West Virginia. Um, beautiful, beautiful place. It's absolutely beautiful. And I am a big, huge fan of Dorothy Draper. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I love her. Like, that's my goal for my own just, like, little small house here in Kentucky. She is my interior designer. Um, if you have not had the opportunity just to go there, not just for the per I believe it's haunted. I do remote viewing. I've seen some things and some images. Can y'all still see this? You can't. But Dorothy Draper, this is some of... Okay. This is some... Oh, I didn't mean to hit that. Um, this is, like, she does, like, a lot of mixed matches, black and white, reds. Pastels, floral. floral, a lot of it. Um, and they're magnificent around Christmas time. They the whole place is absolutely beautiful mm -hmm. and it's unique. And she's done like here's you know, she mixes stripes and here's the florals. She's really popular with the palm leaf. Tons um, of people have been well, there. Marilyn Monroe's been yeah, there, everyone's been there, Eisenhower's been there, tons and tons of famous people. But uh I think the Queen of um, I, I think the Queen of England's been there, or Prince Charles, or one of them. But l l thousands of famous people have been there. It's really very beautiful place. Wow, it's beautiful. And Marianne doesn't know, know this, but if you all watch reality TV, which I do, <laughs> Vanderpump Rules. We're gonna go back to Kentucky for a moment because this is West Virginia. I love. I love. <laughs> George, you don't live far from me. You live in like Barbersville or Milton. Yeah, I live 15 minutes away from you. 15, yeah, so minutes. we are in a prime location of all these haunted locations or all these really historical locations. So we got the uh, Greenbrier in West Virginia and then Kentucky Castle here. And this is just bits and pieces of what we have in our tri-state or tri-state. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, like, not just a little area, but the whole state mm -hmm. that we have access to. Anytime somebody says something to me, um, I'm like, oh yeah, I can be there in like two hours. Two, if it's Ohio, Kentucky, West Virginia, two hours. So um, back to Kentucky Castle though, because you all had a really great opportunity and I saw little bits and clips of this with Vanderpump Rules. Mm -hmm. Yes. That is on the Bravo channel. And it, there was two, she's from Kentucky, Jack. Yes is it was one of if you watch the reality show but you all were hired to do the murder mystery event or something for her wedding right yes we did we did their wedding and we were actually on bravo tv for about uh about a minute <laughs> <laughs> we, they filmed the whole episode our whole murder mystery that we did for them and it was so cool and they had they had a blast and 
and and um, uh, yeah, Brittany and Jen, they brought us they bought us shots afterwards, and it was just it was so much fun. Um, and every girl there was dressed to the nines. I mean, they're all like supermodels and wearing barely any clothes at all. And and it, they just it, they're so funny. Um, but it was really Laura cool. Laura said she saw it. She saw it. You that saw was you all. <laughs> I saw it too. It was you... very short. We were only on for like like a minute, and which was so strange. I thought that they were going to show much more, but it was. They had a blast. It was really a lot of fun. We did Bell's Bourbon and Belladonna. That was it. That was what you did. There. That was an English show. A good one. Yeah. It was, yeah, it's our second most popular murder mystery. So. Marianne, I'm going to have you follow up here in a second, but I think this is a perfect time to show the video that's at least 10 years old because uh -oh. George has not changed since then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play this video. I think oh, it's no. two minutes. We're all going to be here, so we're all going to hear you react and everything, so don't think you're muted or anything. <laughs> I'm bringing it up. There, There's the priest. That's not it. <laughs> here we go. Oh my gosh. Takes place on a train. Solving a mystery is no small feat for the actors that are involved in murder and merriment. At different locations around town, George R. Snyder III gathers a group of local actors to partake in a live action game of Clue. Murder's a tricky business, though. Everybody loves a good murder, Everybody loves a good murder. Snyder says his most recent performance, entitled The Murdered Mistress, revolves around the death of a presidential hopeful's lover. The show, which takes place on a train car at Heritage Station, includes a cast of locals, martial students, and professors. They say portraying a character is a welcome escape. It gets you out, interacting with other people in the community, and you get to see a lot of great actors in the area. Snyder's, Snyder's been, been acting, acting and writing, writing scripts, scripts for much, for much of his adult, adult life, and he encourages, and he encourages Marshall students and Huntington, Huntington residents alike to come down, down get, involved get involved, and try to solve his murder mysteries. mysteries. He, says he says that while many of the characters have motivation to kill the victim, in the end, the guilty party always comes forward. Jesse Schaefer, MU reporter. Jesse Schaefer, MU reporter. Oh, that's great. I hadn't seen that for years and years and years. That's awesome. I, have, I always have motivation to murder, so just letting you know. That's great. That's great. Marianne, do you have anything you want to ask George um, right now? Or yeah. Did you say that there was uh, there was a situation with one of these where you did have some actual real paranormal activity happen? Yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I'd love to hear about that. Okay. So we have... Let's see. We have one, two, we have four different murder mysteries that are that can apply to paranormal or have paranormal backgrounds and stories to them. Mm -hmm. Five, five different ones. Uh, the one that we did, we did one at an actual haunted location, a very haunted location, which is called Punderson Manor, which is part of the state park lodge system in, in Ohio. And it's in northern Ohio, Newberry Township. And it started out as a private home, and now it's, an, it's a beautiful lodge uh, sitting right on a man-made lake. And the place apparently is – the west wing of the place is very, very haunted. There's, a, there's tons and tons and tons of stories about, about it. But So we did a show called The Inspector, I-N-N, capital oh. S-P-E-C-T-R-E. Wasn't that the one I was supposed yes. to be – Yes, yes. Yeah. And so it's about this haunted inn and how the owner 
invites these eight famous paranormal experts to come and try to either debunk the 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 ghost there or try to get rid of the ghost out of the end. And so it's we spoof all these famous paranormal experts, you know, people like you know Grant Wilkins from you know Ghost Hunters to um, <clears throat> to all the, the folks that are with the um, the, the Conjuring, uh, the, the Warrens. Oh, the, the Warrens. Warrens. Mm -hmm. We've got Velma. The Ghost Whisperer. Yeah, Ghost Whisperer. We have, yes. Uh, we've got uh, Velma from Scooby-Doo. Uh, so we've got the Ghostbuster, you know, one of the Ghostbusters. So we have all these, these eight people. And so we did it as a murder mystery weekend. And we gave the guests an opportunity to try to see if they were going to experience any type of paranormal event. So what I did was uh, in the small library, which is on the second floor in the West, which is supposed to be a very haunted room. So I went up there and I took a white sheet of paper, set down the floor, and I took a red ball and set it down in the middle of the paper, turned off all the lights and left the room. And so then we, um, yes, Lauren, she, he does, Grant does live in, in Georgetown, Kentucky. You are correct. So... Um, but so, so then we left and we went back and we continued to continue with the murder mystery. And so then there was a break in the action. And so we decided that we would go and check on the ball, see if the ball had moved at all. And so we went up, so I went up in the, into the library and walked into the room and the room was freezing cold and the ball had moved across the room and the lights were going on, off, on, off, on, off, on, off, on, off. They were just flickering, just flashing like wow. that. I was like, oh, my God. So I called the, you know, a bunch of the cast members, and they came upstairs, and they witnessed everything that had happened. And it was really freaky. I mean, the hair on my arms was, like, standing up on edge. And, and I mean, it, was, it felt like you were in a meat locker. It was so cold in there. But I had never seen a lamp just going off and on, off and on like this, like it was doing – it was and it was uh, it was pretty cool. I've been inside that place. I did a remote viewing of it. And George, I think I talked to you about this before you told me you about the hanging. Um, there was a room that I went in. I, I just visited this momentarily. I wasn't there very long. I didn't do an investigation there or anything. But I was in a room that had some paneling in it. Is what I remember. This is probably back in two thousand. Yes, yes. It's it's in the restaurant on the main floor, and they've uh, got it's a it's an octane. Yes, uh, octagon a, room. The octagon room. Circular kind of mm -hmm. yes. And I've got this choking feeling there. There's a there's a maid or servant or something there that kept telling me not to go in there, not to oh, warns wow. me. Um, I see her now to this day. Um, and someone did. I feel like it's a male that hung themselves there. Yes. They and saw one of the one of the people at the the hotel saw um, the figure hanging in that room, and they left to go get one of the other uh, kitchen people, and they came in right and witnessed now. it. Um, but I didn't know any of that. Yeah, we, remember us? We talked about this. We've met. In, yeah, my my company. We have our. That's where we eat our breakfast whenever we're there. But we we meet in that room. But that night, I put the ball in that room on the table, but. So I was hoping in the morning it would have been like moved, but one of the kitchen staff moved it that morning or this, they took it out of the room and I was like, why do they do that? They always got some kind of staff. 
But anyway, if you're just tuning in, it's 9.33 p.m. here on Friday, July the 8th. And we have Mr. George R. Snyder III, founder and owner of Murder and Merriment, Murder Mystery. We want more haunted locations and we want to do paranormal events. That's what we want. Well, we were at another one uh, a few years ago. We were up in Warwick, New York, right above New York City. At, Hold on. That's Silvio's. Right. Yes. Okay. I thought you said Sylvia, but before we move on, Marianne, I have a video. Actually, I think it's two. I always try to keep it two minutes or less of Punderson haunting. If you have not heard oh, of good, the good. place, yeah, let's. Do um, it. and this is an older video too. Um, of some hauntings that happened. Ohio is amazing, though. I absolutely love Ohio. So much history, so much paranormal stuff. And it's all surrounded by water, most of it, the whole state. It's, I love Ohio. So let's play this really quickly. It's, I think it's said, did it say it's two minutes and 13 seconds. So here we, Cleveland, it's at, right, it's east of Cleveland. That's correct. Yes. Newberry Township. I think it's East, right? It is. It <laughs> was a dark and stormy night. The night we stayed at the Punderson Manor Hotel. Inside, it was full of guests, living, and perhaps otherwise. Last week, we had some guests who complained about a party above them, um, keeping them up all night. The funny thing about it was, there's no room above them. Manager Patrick Zarney has never personally experienced the strange happenings, but knows that most of his employees have. Robert Vanderbilt spent five years researching Punderson and found it to be rich in close encounters. There was a big hotel fire over there and some children perished in the fire. And those supposedly are the ghost children that are seen in here. Guests often complain of a woman laughing or children playing in the halls late at night, although none are registered. By far the best stories come from employees who are here nightly. Lights go on and off. Heavy doors swing open on their own. Footsteps, voices. Maids are so frightened, they will only clean this room in pairs. As soon as they turn their backs after making the bed, the bedclothes are crumpled as though someone is sitting there. This used to be an employee lounge where one night clerk awoke from a nap to find a bearded man at the foot of the bed. She just kicked at it, and her foot went right through it. Uh, then the figure walked right through the wall. A Civil War era woman has been sighted several times in the dining room. She's always startled to be found out and rushes out of the room or evaporates. One of the more frightening sightings happened in here. Three employees working very late at night decided to go into the kitchen for some coffee. They never made it. They were stopped short by the sight of a man hanging. Parts of his body were still twitching. They sat down and they watched him for three hours until the light of dawn when the image faded. The night crew we talked with say not a week goes by without an incident. Never harmful, just mischievous. They say it's just Pundy acting up. And they go on about their jobs, taking the spiritual guests as much in stride as the paying ones. Rebecca Shaw, Eyewitness News. Rebecca Shaw, Eyewitness News. How? I didn't even listen to that last like 30 seconds when I found this video. I was like, okay, this is good enough. What's also interesting is that there was Indians that 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 lived on that land and were moved off of that land. And in fact, um, there was a one of the people that either built Punderson um, or was involved in that saw a figure 
rising out of the lake and walking across the water and disappearing. Um, they've also have you ever watched that show on Netflix, The Haunting on uh, what the Haunting of Hill House or yes, Hill House? yes, yes. Like they need to go to Punderson. Like season two was a bomb. Like it did not do well with me. They, I think they still need to go with season three. Tried to do season three, and they need to go to Punderson. Well, apparently, there's also um, they they found they were hearing noises underneath the staircase in the sealed in the sealed wall, and they found out that they had stored a bunch of old furniture and stuff. And apparently, there was a rocking chair that they took that belonged to a man that had been who had died there in, the, in at Punderson, and somebody had taken that rocking chair and took it out and donated it to like another museum or someplace else and they've the word i've heard is that if that rocking chair is ever returned back to punterson then that ghost will go away but I don't huh. know what. that's really interesting oh, that's marianne that's us we gotta go find the rocking chair and return it <laughs> i'm I'm, I'm game i'm game road trip yeah Marianne needs to come to Kentucky anyway. So. Yeah, that's on that's that's on the, the to do list. Hopefully soon. I'm in North Carolina. We oh, I love North Carolina. Marianne, kind of, you have family that's here in Ashland, right? Uh, okay. Biological roots, I wouldn't say family because uh, there's one side of my family that does not have anything to do with my life. So I don't, um, they never have. That's their fault. So, um, you're in North Carolina. Are you Marianne? I am. Well, we kind of rotate We're we have a place in the central part of the state. It's a farm. And then there's another small farm we have that's in the, like on the coast near Wilmington. Cause I'll be, I'll be at, at Atlantic beach next week. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah I know exactly place. where that is. Mm -hmm. Powder Banks, that's where I grew up at. Every summer we love, went there. Love, 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 love that place. We do too. How far is that from you, Marianne? Uh, Atlantic Beach, maybe from here, an hour and a half. It's not okay. far. Well, George, I'm just volunteering ourselves. I think Marianne and myself need to be part of Murder America. <laughs> yes, that would be so fun. <laughs> be so much yeah. you are continuing looking for actors though right we're always in ohio yes, we keep growing what states i would hire i would hire another 20 actors in every every city that we have a, a location in at least and what are those major cities cincinnati okay. um lexington west virginia and north central ohio from and columbus they get paid. all the way to cleveland they get paid for their time yes doing they do the show. and we okay. get to go to really cool resorts like the Greenbrier and Punderson Manor and uh, you did places. a castle too up in the Kentucky Ohio. Castle. Well, Kentucky Castle here, but there's that one place up in Ohio. I, I think haunted locations and Trans Allegheny. I'm going to send this video to the Trans Allegheny. You and I went there. Yes, we need to be Hold there. <laughs> I got something. I got something here. I meant to upload it before the show, but I didn't get to have Trans Allegheny. Bring us there. We'll come and do a murder mystery there for free. Your first one. And if it's really successful, then you can pay us. But we <laughs> oh, will come really? and do it. Oh, really? The first one's show. free? I will, just to get in there to show them. Because 
They think that they, nobody will come. But we did an invitation. Oh, you all invitation. are always sold out. That, I, I don't yeah, understand we, that. We posted a, a invite on our company page at, on Facebook, Murder and Merriment. And I said, how many people Here would come? Yeah, there we are. I said, how many people would come? I don't even know who that old lady is. I know I'm taller than her, though. <laughs> I said, who is that old lady? I don't even know. Why don't we even take that picture, George? And, uh, but I said, you know, I, I said, how many people would, would pay to come to Trans Allegheny Lunatic Asylum in Western West Virginia to come see a murder mystery there? And within two hours, over 150 people said, yeah. Me. Yeah. This is, remember this picture I took when we first rolled in? I the said, sky That's calling looked, our the name. The sky looked amazing. Yes. It was so that's cool. All, that's in that's in Weston, West Virginia, which is mm -hmm. if you're in Ashley, Kentucky, Barbersville, West Virginia, our little tri-state area here. That's about two and a half hours, maybe three at the most, away from us. And they keep this place absolutely phenomenal. Like they really care about this location. It's not depleted like other places. They have working bathrooms. <laughs> they have electricity. Um, <laughs> and honestly, from doing paranormal investigations for this many years, that's a rare find. And I love that the people that own this, or if there's a historical society behind it that has taken care of it so much, weren't you impressed with the tour and everything, George? Were you oh yeah. I, and do you, yeah. do you remember the story about with well, the crazy guy that, that, that was hanging the other hanging. guy the young, and the guy wouldn't die. So he right. like hung him again and kept beating on him and and then he like uh put a bed frame through his foot or something. I mean it was he kept killing this guy over and over and the guy wouldn't die and finally yeah, it was creepy. This is a phenomenal place. Like really this is, is my number one location. I plan to do two things there over the last couple of years, but they fell through. Mm -hmm. So George, Marianne, you need to come to Kentucky. We need to go with George and we need to go yes. up to Trans Allegheny. We need to talk then, to the manager. Again, and then ten minutes, and then ten minutes back up the road, you can go to Stonewall Resort, Stonewall. Where, where we perform all the time, and see a murder mystery. And we have do great murder dinner. mystery here, and then murder mystery at Stonewall, and all in one weekend, <laughs> and stay at Stonewall actually. Yeah, for the whole weekend. And they have, and they have a winery that's called. Yes. Yeah, I'm ready. Laura, Laura would love to go there. <laughs> Definitely. Okay, I'm going to send this video to Trans Allegheny. We need to go back. Like, we need to have, we need to go back and just harass them. We need to be like Sacco ex girlfriend or boyfriend. It <laughs> <laughs> is make an appearance, you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, the reputation we've got, if they, if they don't know, I mean, we, we've performed. Uh, all the state, pretty much all the state parks in West Virginia. You're Kentucky, sold out all the time. Every yes. time I talk to you, though, I, you're, I'm sold out. I'm Last sold night, out. we had 200 people in Ashland, Kentucky. 200. Well, I, ha I have another video, actually. No, that's not it. I'm sorry. That's not it. I, ha I thought I had a video of you all sold out that it wouldn't upload. It's from TikTok. TikTok, okay. You have two, pe you have two people on TikTok. Let me see if I can upload it right now. Why yeah, you're talking? Several people on TikTok, but I haven't figured out TikTok. But yet. two people, oh, 
You need to. Marianne, I'm going to let you ask a question, follow up. I'm going to see if I can upload this. It wouldn't upload earlier when I was on here, but let me see if it will do it now. Um, so I'll let you follow up with a question with George while I try to figure this out. So have, have you had any other like paranormal experiences throughout your life? Yeah. Um, throughout my life, yes. Uh, we did have another one with a murder mystery at a place called Silvio's in New York. Uh, which is a haunted place uh, in Warwick, mm -hmm. just above New York City. And we actually got to, um, we were invited there by Ghost Hunts USA. And they mm -hmm. they put it on their TV show and everything and filmed it, which was super cool. And so cool. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And so uh, there's a room upstairs. Um, it's now an Italian restaurant. But the, but the, the building, the, the the restaurant there, the house, go, dates all the way back to like the Revolutionary War time. So it's really old. It's historical. It's beautiful. And we were there in the dead of winter, snowing. But um, they have a little room up there where apparently there's a little girl that haunts the place. Aww. Oh, look who it is. It's one of our company members, Michelle Fott. And so um, we were taking the group around in different rooms and stuff and trying to see if we could generate any activity. So we came down from upstairs from the attic and we were coming down the stairs. And so there was one girl, one of our company members behind me, Jay Maudlin and myself. Oh, I know and her. I, and I pretended like I was touched on the shoulder by a ghost. I just, you know, my character, I was just kind of, you know, pre pretending and said, Oh my gosh, why did you, why did you tap me on the shoulder? And she looked at me and she goes, I didn't tap you on the shoulder. I said, yeah, you did. She goes, no, I didn't. And so I was, that was just fake. But then she got tapped on the shoulder and she was the last one in the line. And she turned around and she went, oh my God, someone just tapped me on the shoulder. And uh, it's like, whoa. So that was our, that was our extent of our paranormal experience there. But that was, I thought that was pretty cool. That's creepy. There's an air. Mm -hmm. There's an error that keeps coming up on these videos, but this one uploaded actually. So there's one video that says on TikTok that you're all always sold out. Get get the tickets early. It's a guy. It's a train. Oh my gosh, we're on Mile Kentucky Dinner Train. We're sold out like every two weeks on that train. Yeah. So he for some reason that video won't upload, but this she. She uploads. So let's okay. play this really quickly here. Hey, I'm it's getting ready for some, some murder tonight, tonight at Houston Woods Lodge. Oh, Houston Woods. So cool. That's They're a haunted place. Nice room. Nice room. And we have a full house. So it's going to be fun. So if you have a chance, come watch us. Murder and Merriment. Look us up. Murderandmerriment.com. Yeah, Houston Woods is supposedly haunted too. Hey, I'm getting ready. Oh, okay, here it kept going in rotation, but y'all are always sold out. Mm -hmm. And the tickets the Kentucky, aren't that bad. The castle like, sold out. The castle sold out all the way through September right now. Wow. Every week. So, so I have your website up because that's the most accurate place that they can find out. But you do mm -hmm. have a murder merriment on Facebook. So yes. Now we're going to be at a haunted. We're going to be at a haunted location tomorrow. Um, the oh, Glen Ferris. Glen Ferris Inn in West Virginia. Hold on. Uh, tell me again. Sorry. Glen Ferris. G L E N. 
F-E-R-R-I-S, Glen Ferris Inn. And oh, it's, it's right out. on the beautiful, at the Glen Ferris Falls in beautiful West Virginia. Uh, oh, it's a creepy. gorgeous, gorgeous place. Uh, this, and, the, and there is several stories of haunted uh, experiences. Don't tell me anything. Let me see if I can remember you anything while we're talking about it. But it's, um, we're doing a show. Called, we're not doing a haunted show, but we will eventually. But we're doing Bell's Bourbon and Belladonna there tomorrow. Is that it? But, um, yeah, yeah. If, it's, if you see Glenn Ferris in and Glenn Ferris, here it is. That's, that's it. Right it. Yes, that's it. Mm -hmm. I see it right now. Yes, oh, it's beautiful. There's a guy already there that's already coming out. He plays with like a yoga or some kind of toy. Why? Holy smokes! He's on the second floor. I've never heard of this place. This guy's yeah, on it's the really second cool. floor. It's beautiful. It really is beautiful. It's right. It's an old coal town. They're right on the river. And the, the falls, the cathedral falls are right cloudy. there. It's worth going just to see the waterfalls, just right around the corner in the road. It's beautiful. There's there's a guy there. I'm going to say guy because he looks older than 19. This really dropped out. I mean, I've never heard of this place. So if this comes out, if somebody, if you hear something, George, tell me. Or if you already okay. know this story, just let me know. I don't know. Um, I don't know the exact haunted stories of, of that place, but. I do know that is haunted because I've actually stayed there overnight and have, and I can't remember the stories off the top of my head, but it is a haunted place. Well, it's not like evil or anything. This guy no. is very familiar with the home. But they, yeah, they apparently have seen people upstairs, like on the balcony and things like that. And there's, it, there's things that get moved around and noises in the rooms and so forth. He's showing me a yo-yo. He's playing with a yo-yo. Have you ever been, have you ever been to, there's a little inn, the Gratz Park Inn in Lexington. The Gratz Park no. Inn. And Marianne had asked me if I'd ever had a paranormal experience. Gratz? Um, it's right How do you spell that? G-R-A-T-Z, Gratz Park Inn. And it's, Here's Gratz Park. it was on the site of an old Civil War hospital. Is this it? But it's, um, it's right, in, right in downtown Lexington. Is that it? Um, I can't see. Um, it's a small little boutique ho hotel. Yes, I think that's it. Um, okay. So, or is this it? Um, it's only. I don't know. That's not it. I think it's white. Uh, I don't think it's pink. Hold on, let me look. Gratz Park, Park, Lexington. In Lexington. Yes. And so okay. I, was, I was, you know, got my room on the second floor. And um, uh, left to go to dinner, turned off all my lights, left the room, came back from dinner. There it is, right there. Okay. Came back from dinner and went into my room, and the TV was turned up full blast in the room. And I was like, holy crap. So I knew that I didn't have the TV on. And so I called down the front desk and asked if, if anybody had been in my room, any of the mates, you know, the wait, the um, concierge or the bellhops or, you know, turned out no, nobody had been in my room at all. And so apparently someone had gone, you know, I think a ghost had been in my room and had actually turned on the TV to have some fun and cranked it. Is that what the entryway looks like? Um, That's beautiful. Yeah, it is. It's really pretty. It's a really nice place. Very I love Kentucky, Ohio, West Virginia, and Tennessee too, by the way. Amazing locations. 
North Carolina also. I, I don't know. I just start if uh, Pennsylvania too has some great places. Mm -hmm. That's a great. Well, that's great. Park in is that a hallway? I can't see. It's too or, small, but yeah, oh, Grass Park Inn, Lexington. It's, it's just be, it's a beautiful boutique hotel. Is that it? Looks is that a it, but it's yeah, it is haunted. It's beautiful though. Mm -hmm. I keep going back to the other place. There's a number five and six that keeps popping up too, so I don't know what that means. The guy with the, the oh yeah, hmm. the Glen yeah. Thurston. Glenn I'll check tomorrow. Yeah. Five, six, 56, something like that. So, George. Yes. We got about we got about six to eight minutes left. Do you believe in ghosts? Absolutely. Absolutely. Really? We I had that experience at Punderson. I, I'm a firm believer. And what was and so Punderson was the main experience you had, and what was the other experience you uh, had? Well, the the other experience was. I didn't personally experience the tapping on the shoulder, but one of my company members at Silvio's did. And okay. then, and then the Gratz Park Inn experience. Well, I know I, you sent me some Silvio stuff beforehand and I wasn't able to get to it. Um, that's a restaurant. Where was that located? Warwick, W-A-R-W-I-C-K. The, the town is beautiful. Whoa. It's an old, historic, beautiful town. In New York, it's a little tiny, small. Oh, it's New York. Okay. New York, yes, right above New York City. It's an old, old historic town. Oh, here it is on Broadway, right? Does that sound familiar? No, Maybe? it's. Are you? It's Silvio's with an yeah, O. Yeah, Silvio's. Is that it? S Y L. That's Yonkers. Yonkers. No, Wasn't it's, that a candy it's Warwick. back in the day. <laughs> type in, in type in Warwick. Type in Sylvia's Warwick. Okay. Warwick. Holy smokes, it's a whole house. Yeah, it's a it's an old historic that old is, that's it. from the that 1700s. Reminds me of, now that a, reminds me of um a house, uh, Malabar Farm in Ohio. Which would be a great location for murder mystery, but mm -hmm. is that it right here? Um, I, I don't see it, but if it's Warwick, you don't see it. No, Hold it's, on, it's let me not. Refresh. Let me refresh. Here we go. I'm refreshing. Do you see it now? Mm -mm. No. Hmm. Why is this doing this? Do it one more time here. Refresh. There it is. Yeah. Here we go. That's it. Okay. Oh, I like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good Italian food. So what happened there again? So woman died. Um, the, they blamed it on her brother. And the brother said he didn't do it. But he didn't in do 1972, it. he um, killed himself. Mm. Um, but, you know, there's there's other news of, or other stories of death there. Um it's old, old historic from the 1700s, War, Revolutionary War era. Wow. That's how old that building hey, Andy, is. Andy, you feel anything from this place? It was really cool. Um, yeah. Ghost Hunts USA routinely puts it on their their um, their visitation place. Yeah, I do. I do. Um, so you said this place is from the 1700s? Mm-hmm. Wow. 
It's deep rooted in family generational. It's generational, definitely, but it wasn't whoever said whoever killed the girl. That's not the person who did it, but it was a brother. And I'm saying well, the brother killed himself. Yeah, he was accused of killing his sister. It's a brother in law. A brother in law? Okay. Oh wow! Why am I doing this? I'm cutting myself off. I don't want to go place, this. The place like, in that the, there's a place in Illinois that I would love to go to, and I haven't been, but it's it's the home of the um, the brewer, the, the the brewing, the beer di distributor place, and they their whole they had a mega empire in Illinois, and then when prohibition came, their business just kind of dried up. But I mean, he like killed his wife and there's all kinds, several murders that occur in that place. You know what I'm talking about? I have about? to look that up. I don't know. It. I have to find the story on it. Marianne, do you know? It's a very, very famous place. It's, it's almost, it's, and you, people can stay over, stay there overnight, but it's almost as, uh, as famous as the Lizzie Borden house. I don't. Maybe wow. if you said the name, I would recognize it. I'll have to do, I'll have to do some research on and find it, but I've always wanted to go there. Well, I want to play a little video. Well, I want to actually pull up your website first, and I want to play a video. We might go like a little bit over like 10 minutes tonight because we we did start eight minutes late. Um, so let me pull up because you write everything mm -hmm. for Murder and Merriment. You're yes. super gifted and talented. And, and Clue, when I think of Murder Mystery, I think of Clue, the Clue game. Okay. Because that's what I grew up on. And... Um, it's always fascinated me. It was like Claire in the kitchen with the candlestick. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you have tons of different avenues or, or different writings from different per perspectives, not just paranormal. Obviously, our show, we're talking about a lot of paranormal. Yeah, we have one other like one. Well, other one about the, um, which takes place in 1941 in the, in the home of the Jean Harlow home. And if you're oh. familiar with who Jean Harlow is, she mm -hmm. is, it's called the haunting party. But Jean Harlow is of course the blonde Hollywood bombshell, the thirties who married the much, much older um, man that worked at MGM. His name was Paul Byrne and they were married. Um, oh gosh. I'm trying to think what year, I think it was 30, 31 or 33, 32, somewhere in that vicinity. But, um, he was unable to consummate the marriage. She was humiliated. She ran off to her mother's after, after a terrible night one night. And, um, he took off all his clothes, doused himself in her, her perfume, stood in her all white bedroom, took a 38 and blew his brains out. Now, That's a true story. This is, this is a true story. This is a very true story. And so the Gene Harlow home. Taco Heaven. Gene, Hold on, I'm sorry. I just saw Taco Heaven here. <laughs> the Gene Harlow home in, in, in Hollywood is, is supposed to be very, very haunted. <clears throat> so they, the, you know, they brought in Louis B. Mayer and studio heads Irving Thalberg and Whitey Hendry came in to the house before the police were called. And um, an hour later, uh, Louis B. Mayer found a suicide note claiming that, you know, that he, the, the husband had killed himself. Uh, then they called the police. The police never charged the wife or, or, or even really interrogated her or considered her to be a suspect. Um, but they found out within a matter of a few days that he had a second wife, a woman, yeah, he, who was um, a common law wife. And she was a struggling actress who had been in and out oh. of 
In and out Is of that the open. Black Dahlia? In and out of a crazy home. He, uh, she'd been a sanitarian, but he brought her to California and put her up in a hotel, I think in San Francisco. <clears throat> but um, the very next day, the very next morning after the murder, after his death, Paul Burns' death, she boarded a steamer boat on the Sacramento River, took off her shoes and her coat, folded them up, put them at the railing, and jumped to her death. This is before it hit the papers. She killed herself. And so then they found that, you know, the police still said it was a, still said it was a, a suicide, but the gardener came forward and said, no, I don't think so. Because the day of the murder, when Gina Harlow was gone, there was another woman that was at the pool that she had left her bikini top along with her lipstick on a glass, a drink glass. And he had heard a car speed it's away always. from the house. It's always a lipstick on the glass. And so, cheers, anybody watching? And one of the cooks said that that was not his handwriting on the suicide note. So there's always a question of whether or not there was a murder, but the ghost of Paul Burns supposedly haunts that place. And so we we build a story, a murder mystery around that, uh, based on a Hollywood horror film director, Victor Marshall, who lives in the home with his wife, and his wife feels like she's being haunted by this by the ghost of Paul mm. Byrne. And so wow. it's, it's a pretty cool, pretty cool story. That's, That's you got amazing. so many choices here. How many choices do you, how many 58. have you written? 58. Yeah, there's so much. So if you're a haunted location or any location right now, you own some place, please, please, please reach out to George. Their, their team and everything, the ghost of the Valley gym, like they are phenomenal, super gifted and talented. Everyone this is awesome. And, and this is going into the next video. I want to play. I didn't tell you about it. <laughs> I didn't tell you about any of the videos. No, you did not. But George sings a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be a good, he would be a good. <laughs> and this is one of your best friends, Lee. Lee Dean, yeah. That's an old Dean. video too. I know, it's not even I know, that, I, yeah, it's not. not it's even old. us at our I, best. I went old. I went old <laughs> all, all night. Oh gosh. But Lee, uh, Dean, Lee Dean. I know his brother. I okay. worked with his brother. Jared. So, yes, I've worked with him for for a couple years in jewelry, jewelry sales. But I want to play this. I don't think it's very long. It's not even telling me how long it is, but here we go. This is Mr. George. <laughs> this is like Snyder, three years ago. <laughs> the third. That's not that's not that long though. Two minutes. Here we go. Always try to keep it at two minutes. The rat rat on the side. Luck be a lady. Tonight be a lady. Tonight. Luck be a lady. Luck if you've ever been a lady to begin with Luck be a lady tonight Luck let a gentleman see I got a Just how nice 
What's that? A lady doesn't leave her escort. It isn't fair. No, it isn't. And it isn't nice. Oh, not at all. You know what else needs? A lady doesn't wander all over the room and blow on some other guy's thighs. So let's get this party all like. That was our very first show that we ever did together, and we're like ten times even better than that nowadays. So that's great. Well, it, I loved it when I saw that. I found that video. So that you guys are super talented, even singing and everything. And I appreciate your friendship so much, George. Thank really you. appreciate you. Years. And uh, we're getting ready to close out or anything, but I want Marianne if she has any other questions or anything, because I know I talk a lot. <laughs> I just I appreciate. I'm go sorry. Ahead, Mary, I'm sorry. I'm, I just no, appreciate ahead. you being on here with us. And I definitely want to come and do some of these. Emily, we've got to, we've got to make this trip together. You got to do it. George. Murder and Here. And also have your phone number. I can book murder Merriment. It's 304-634-8581. If you're a haunted location, I'm telling you right now, this is one of the best things that you could do. Honestly, and, and it will love sell a out. Good mystery. Yes, yes. They really. That's do. the truth. That's that is the truth. They love a good mystery, and you're super talented. You have so much, so many things to pick from, and you do have haunted uh, screenplays mm -hmm. or or whatever to to pick from. Actually, did write a haunted screen. I did. A, I do have a actual screenplay movie script. Um, that is a scary, but one. Yeah, haunted. Um, haunted B and B. Mm -hmm. I've stayed in some pretty, when I get a BNB, I try to see if it's a haunted location. I've stayed in one that was actually had poltergeist activity. Ooh. That is the first time I've ever experienced it. And it's wow. in the, it's at the, um, it's in Louisville, Kentucky, um, the palace theater in Louisville. Maybe we could do a murder mystery at the Palace Theater and then everybody go to their B&Bs and see who gets lucky yeah. in a haunted. <laughs> haunted. No, we, did, we, did do a, we did do one at the Paramount in Ashland. Yeah, it's haunted. Because that's haunted. And Nick Groff, I met Nick Groff at the Paramount Theater here. It was after my um, uh, appendix was removed. So I don't know. They did film me. I was super sore. 
I don't think he's going to use it, but it's for Ghost Walker or Night Walker or something. This new show is coming out. The Paramount. It's haunted. Uh, I had the experience when I was 16. Paramount Joe. There. Wow. Paramount Joe. So, but anyway, I want to say, George, thank you so much for coming on. Please look up murderamerriment.com. For all, you're sold out, but all of your events there is is up to date. You also have a Facebook page, Murder and Merriment. Look them up there. You're also on Instagram. Yes, we are. You need a TikTok. <laughs> I don't even know how to do TikTok. <laughs> well, you need a little clips of TikTok on there, Probably. so I can share it out. And you we appreciate you appreciate you so much. One of the I say the number one. Murder Mystery Company, this side of the Mississippi, because that's what you say, right? You're number two, okay. but I'll, I'll take. I, yeah, no, I mean, we like to one. think we like to think that we uh, are the finest, but you know, if we're number two in just twelve years, I'm and coming out of West Virginia, Kentucky, and Ohio, I mean, I'm yeah, I'll take it every day of the week. Well, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for your friendship and thank you for coming on. We gotta thank have you, you come back it's a on. Pleasure to meet you. Yeah. Thank you. You too, Marianne. Emily. Thank you. Thank you. And we'll be back here next week, Friday. I don't know what the date is. <laughs> don't ask me to even add it up. It's with John 15th. Bullard. Okay, the 15th with John Bullard. If you watch the documentary, um, The House in Between, part one, there's part two that comes out. This is with Steve Gonzalez and everything, which Steve helped with part one. But uh, please watch that this week coming up. It's on Amazon, any kind of streaming outlet. We're going to have John Bullard on next week to talk about the house in between paranormal experience, their documentary and everything. So thank you everybody for tuning in. We'll see you Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I hope everybody had a great 4th of July weekend. Thank you so much. We love you. Appreciate you. Please share this out and we'll see you again 